New Year and welcome to the first episode of Adventures in Contracting for 2024. So today I want to talk a little bit about um, the District of Columbia's purchase of 20 Rubian trucks for $1.6 million. So if you are anything like me, you had no idea what Rubian was and you had to go look it up. And so when I found out that it was a super fancy luxury truck, um, I kind of went, hmm, how is that working out? So if you are interested in seeing this contract, seeing the details of this contract, the contract number is CW113111. So that's Charlie Whiskey 113111. <clears throat> All right, so moving along, a couple of things. I had to do some research. I didn't know what Rivian was. And so here is what I learned. So I learned that it is considered a luxury vehicle. And I learned that... Um, it is an all, so the district would have the option of getting an all electric, uh, SUV or an all electric truck. And both of them could be all wheel drive. I learned that Rivian does straight to consumer, which is great because there's no dealership markups or anything of that nature. Um, I learned that it is also built in normal Illinois, which is a fun little fact. So what are the highlights of this vehicle? <clears throat> so for charging, you can charge this at home on a typical uh, 115 volt socket and you would get three miles per hour. You could charge it using the Rivian branded wall charger and you would get 25 miles per hour. You could charge it using the Rivian portable charger and you would get 16 miles per hour. And uh, the best one is the public DC fast charger where you would get 140 miles uh, per in 20 minutes, which is amazing, right? Um, the battery life on the four... A four motor all wheel drive comes in three sizes. So the standard, you would get 260 miles with one charge. The large, you would get 314 miles with one charge. And the max, you'd get 400 miles with one charge. <clears throat> Another fun fact is it can wait up to three and a half feet of water. So in, in, in the issue of flooding, it would, I think, would be an okay vehicle to have. You now, if you chose to get a two mo a two motor all wheel drive, it would add uh, six miles apparently to the battery life charge. So for standard, that would be two hundred sixty six miles for one charge. For large, that would be three hundred twenty miles for a large charge, and for max four hundred six miles for a single charge. Um, so what's the so what's my issue, right? The district needs trucks that has fleet maintenance. What's my issue? So my issues, I think, are really of a practical nature. One, in reading the justification, which I will also link um, down in the description so you can access that as well, is that the justification just didn't give any information. It was basically just, hey, we put out two solicitations, nobody responded, so we're going to go ahead and buy these 20 trucks. Boom. And that was really it. It didn't really talk about why Rivian was such a great vehicle. It didn't talk about why... Uh, they are the best energy efficiency. It didn't talk about any of their uh, great um, any of uh, of their their great extra add-ons that other trucks had. So it has a pretty standard safety package. It's comparable to most luxury vehicles. Uh, it has a very standard warranty process, standard to most luxury vehicles. It, you know, it's just okay. It's not like great. It's not wow. It doesn't provide a um it doesn't provide a value for for that 70 73,000 at all it doesn't provide that value um and remember that's a 70 
$3,000 is the base price. So that's the minimum amount you would pay for this truck before you did anything special to it. Uh, and that's just a lot of money. So now because this, the total is expected to be 1.6, obviously this will have to be a council package. It'll have to go before the DC council. They'll have to talk about it. Um, I would expect to see questions such as, um, Rivian trucks come in a specific size. We have a lot of fleet variation, kind of with the Dodges, the Chevys, the Fords. You know, we can get different sizes. We can get dualies. We can get, you know, things that haul. We can get trucks straight to, you know, that are are just expected to be on, on uh, construction sites. You don't have that type of versatility with Rivian. Um, how is the district going to account for that? What what's the What's the plan to make up for that loss of flexibility? Um, also, there's not a, a huge infrastructure, right? Rivian is not a household name. I had to go up and look for anything about it. So who's going to maintain these trucks? Are we going to have to create another contract to ship them out to be maintained? Um, are we going to create a, a contract to bring a, a, a Rivian uh, maintenance crew in here to service these trucks that are in D.C.? Um, there is no infrastructure that we can just kind of go out and put a bid out and say, hey, give us some, you know, Rivian maintenance people. They're not a lot of them because it's not an, uh, a household name. And also with that kind of specialty, are we paying a premium price for maintenance? Are any savings that we would see by purchasing a electric vehicle negligible because it's there's not an infrastructure. So now any of those savings that we thought we were gonna see, we're not gonna see because there's nobody that can maintain them here. Um, also, uh, given the complexity of the, just the, the DC maintenance, right, in terms of, of fleet operations, and you know we have all these various federal agencies in the DMV, how does that work? Are our counterparts that you know we kind of um, share our fleets with, are they going to be able to foot the cost for maintenance if, if they need to borrow one of our vehicles? You know, we have another flood event and, and they say, great, hey, can we use one of those Rivians? Are they going to be able to pay the cost to maintain it and and to um, send it back to the D to D.C. in the condition that they received it? Is that something that they will be able to do? Um, also, the question is, do we need a luxury truck? Is this the best use of public funds? What it smacks to me of, and, and, and I hesitate to say this because in, in my experience working with OCP, I have only ever encountered really, really thoughtful contracting officers and contract specialists who asked the hard questions like, what about the infrastructure? How do we fuel it? How do we maintain it? Who's going to do that? What does it cost? How much is it going to cost us to insure? Like I've only ever encountered specialists and CEOs who are really thoughtful and, and and to be fair, OCP has a pretty rigorous process of deciding purchases, right? It's not something I can just say, oh, I went to this conference, I saw a Rivian, they're great, let's buy them. Is that what happened? I don't know. Because all of the documentation is fairly light. So I will say that I'm a little disappointed in that because the OCP that I know is typically very rigorous and asks all of the right questions. Um, I may not like the an answer that they come out with, but typically, at least that question has been asked prior to the purchase going through. Um, my expectation is, though, that once it gets to council, you know, they may not be putting all of these answers out there because they know it has to 
you know, has to go to council. And any of the unlucky people, myself included, who's had to create a council package know that there's a ton of work, there's a ton of information that goes into them. Um, so they may just kind of be saving their energy for, for when they have to go to battle. That is a definite possibility. I don't think this is a great purchase. So that's my take on it. Um, having said that, I think it's only fair, though, to acknowledge the complexity of fleet maintenance in a city like D.C., where we have so many federal influences and we have so many uh, partnerships with other municipalities. So I think it's only fair to acknowledge that. And it's only fair to acknowledge that even if this truck is only going to be drove in D.C., right? 400 miles for a charge is a pretty good it's a, it's a pretty good deal. I mean, if they're only driven around DC, 400 miles is great. It really is great. Um, now once you start going outside of DC, then I don't know that the savings are going to justify the $73,000 base, but if it's only going to be used in the district, I think that there is a case to be made for the savings that you would have on that $400 for one charge. I don't know the cost of charging it. Um, I do know that all of the, the battery life um, estimates are based on Rivian branded chargers. So again, um, I think it's a poor choice because I, I don't see the benefit of being locked into one manufacturer. We have to buy their charger. We have to buy their parts. We have to buy their service specifically. We're locked in and you can't do anything else. Is that the best use of public funds? You know, I, I, I would have to say no. I think that there are better ways to do it. And that coupled with the fact that there's no real infrastructure for it, um, I don't see how this makes sense, right? So I'm looking to get that. I'm looking to see, and I didn't see it in the justification. Um, all I saw was nobody else talked to us. So, hey, we're going to go ahead with this idea, whether it's great or not. I don't think that is a good basis to make a procurement on, um, but it does have to go to council. So I'm hoping, I'm hopeful that the conversation in council is going to be geared towards those questions, right? What does infrastructure look like? Um, how often will we need to fuel up? Where are those stations located? How is the maintenance going to be taken care of? What is the cost of that maintenance? Um, are there any comparable models that are substantially cheaper that we could look at that we have the ability to service in-house at our DDOT um, depots? Can, you know, is, is that something there? So I would expect that those types of questions would be asked at council. However, I also would have expected that they would have been asked prior to the, the, the solicitation uh, being put out on the street. I would have, excuse me, I would have expected that they asked those things and they said those things so that the fact that they've not been asked is a little, it's a little crazy to me, um, but I'm going to hold out hope and, 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 and just kind of bet on the things that I know, the people that I've worked with that these questions are being asked um, and they, they do have some answers and those answers will come out in council. Um, but as always, I'd love to hear your feedback. We are on basically any social, social media platform you could think of. Um, website is spcconsulting.org. We're also on TikTok, SPC Consulting. We are on YouTube, SPC Business Consulting. We are on um, 
Instagram, um, Adventures in Contracting. Uh, the podcast episodes are on the website. They're also on our YouTube channel, SBC Business Consulting. So if you have a question, comment on the video. I'll put all of the links in the description so you guys can check this stuff out as well. Um, but I'd love to hear from you, love to hear your questions. And if you have any, any insight on how this was done, why it was done, I'd love to hear that as well. Um, but I'm so thrilled to be talking to you in the new year and I will see you next time.